Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello, hello, and welcome back. It is your host, Renee Sager, and I am excited to be here. I'm also very excited that it is sunny out. Oh, my soul needs it. All right, today I want to talk to you about my most expensive and deadly thought. Now, when you hear deadly, it might sound a little overdramatic, right? Like, "Mm, okay, Renee, like, right. But when I look back at the actions I was taking, at the things that I was doing, at the situations I was putting myself in, and really at the trajectory my life was on, it was honestly, a very deadly thought. So I've talked a little bit about this in previous episodes, but my childhood was great, right? Like I had a loving family, a loving family, great parents, wonderful brother, grandparents, blah, blah, blah. Like it was wonderful. But in like middle school, 10, 11 years old, I started having some difficult relationships with the girlfriends in my life. And I really started getting quite literally pushed out of all of my social circles. I was isolated. I was kind of like voted off the island by the quote popular girl. And it was just such a traumatizing experience for me as like a 10-year-old. And I just remember crying to my mom constantly, like, I don't know why no one wants to be my friend. And it was really hard for many, many years. And it was at that time I started believing this thought that over the years grew and grew and grew. And this thought was, something must be wrong with me. I must be missing something. There's no way that I'm not missing something. There's no way that something isn't wrong with me if nobody wants to be my friend. What is it? I have to figure it out. And it was then that I started isolating myself a bit more. It was then that I started wanting to lose a little bit of weight, wanting to quote, tone up as many of us begin our just completely tumultuous relationship with food goes. You know, I just want to tone up a little bit. And then before we know it, we're just absolutely insane and it's horrible. And that's exactly how it started for me. I just wanted to fit in. And over the next 10 to 15 to 20 years, I continued thinking that thought about myself over and over and over. And when you think a thought over and over and over, it becomes your truth. It becomes a belief 
you have about yourself. It feels like it's as you know, it's as true as water is wet or that the sun is bright. It's like, and I am inadequate and I am not enough and I am unlovable and there is something wrong with me and I will never be enough. When we have those thoughts and they go unchecked and we think them over and over and over, what we do is you find ways to confirm that. This is why understanding what you're thinking on a regular basis is so important because your thoughts left unchecked will dictate the trajectory of your life. Believe it or not, whether the thought is good or bad, you will do everything in your life to find ways to confirm what you're thinking about yourself. And for me, starting to believe that there must be something wrong with me and how that became my most expensive and most deadly thought started off harmless, right? Started off just wanting to fit in, just wanting to be accepted and loved and cared for. And so I started restricting. I started dieting. But then, you know, fast forward 10 years, I kept restricting. I kept dieting. I kept jumping from plan to plan and program to program, from coach to nutritionist to dietitian. And at the end of the day, obviously, I could never adhere to whatever my meal plan or macro count was. And I would eat and eat and eat and eat. And I would use that moment to solidify that deep-seated belief about myself that something is wrong with me. Why can't I just follow this stupid plan? What do these people know that I don't? And that thought there too, what do they know that I don't? I must be missing something, has costed me a shit ton in business. Jumping from coach to coach, program to program, convincing myself that they must know the secret. They must know what I don't know. And so I would keep jumping from thing to thing, thinking, okay, now that I'm here, fix me. Now that I'm here, make me better. And I put everything in that person because I was convinced I was just helpless When you think there must be something wrong with me, I must be missing something, how do you feel? If this is a thought that you have ever thought or carried with you currently, take a moment and just say it to yourself. How do you feel in your body when you say that? I feel horrible. (laughs) I feel absolutely terrible. And when I feel terrible, I do all the things, I eat all of the things, I buy all of the things, I will go anywhere and listen to anyone to feel better. All because of the belief that there must be something wrong with me. And I'm telling you this because this is something that I see almost every person that I work with come through with. They have this same belief. I'm too this. I'm not enough this. They're so much better than me. Why can't I just figure it out? I've tried everything. Why isn't anything working? 
Well, first off, the things aren't working around food is because everything you've done has probably had the underlying theme of restriction. And guess what? The number one reason we binge eat is because of restriction. And the number one thing that diets suggest is restriction. So you're in a real pickle in that situation, right? And and so that's why I struggled with food for like 20 years is because I kept trying to just like control my food into happiness to restrict myself into a place of sanity and it's not going to work. But listen, when I say I did all of these actions not all of them were bad. Not all of them were a mistake. And even ones when I signed up with coaches or I did programs or I went to places or I bought things because I was thinking I must be missing something. Listen, sometimes whatever. (laughs) Sometimes you just want to do that. You're like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm missing something. This person's going to fix me. And sometimes it works out really well. You know, I really don't believe there is a good or a bad choice, but what I want you to become aware of from listening to this episode is checking in with yourself and the energy behind why you're doing what you're doing. Because all of the things that you can do, all of the ways that you can improve, make more money, increase happiness is honestly never ending. And if you keep going on with the thought of there must be something wrong with me, you will go down the same path that I did, which is struggling, feeling inadequate and miserable, and maybe binging your brains out like I did. Jumping to all the relationships, all of the jobs, thinking, God, just something, please make me lovable. Please fix me. This does not mean that you don't need to improve. You very well probably have areas, I would hope, like as far as I know, nobody's perfect. So there are very likely areas in your life or blind spots that you have that you can't see. And this is the benefit of working with a coach. You know, I told one of my clients this in the beginning and she keeps ringing this example up all of the time. She's like, I cannot believe this. And it's that I come in and turn the lights on. I turn the, you are walking around in the dark and I turn the lights on. And she's like, I cannot unsee this. I cannot unlearn this. So this doesn't mean you don't have areas that you can improve upon. But it also doesn't mean that you're this broken, like helpless individual. Listen, you are not broken, you are not helpless, and you do not need to be saved, okay? You are fully capable. You are extremely smart. You know what you need to do. But when you're believing all the bullshit in your head about, oh, I must be missing something, I don't know what to do, it's, it's a helpless place to be in. So let's think of this example. When you need to get your oil changed, assuming you don't know how to change your oil, I don't, and I don't want to know. I want someone else to do it for me. I want people to do a lot of things for me, actually, and I feel really good about this. And so this ties into the moral of this little story here. So when you decide you want to go get your oil changed, do you sit at home thinking, oh my God, I cannot, I can't believe I don't know how to do this. What is wrong with me? 
oh, I must be missing something. I can't, this is so stupid. I'm so far behind. I can't believe I don't know how to do this. Or do you go change your damn oil and are so thankful someone can help you with it? You aren't going into that situation thinking you're this broken, helpless person. You're going into the situation thinking, hey, here's some money. Make my life better. Thank you. (laughs) Help me get this done faster and more efficiently so I can move on with my life. Right? You don't make it mean anything about you. But in so many areas of your life, there are you know, there are areas that you're not the best in, that you can improve in, that you do want to do better at, but you then make it mean, I must be broken. I must be missing something. And what I want you to start doing is shifting that dialogue to, how is this going to make my life better? Knowing and assuming that I am a perfectly whole functioning human being, how is this going to make me feel better? Is this something I really need? Do I think this is going to help me? Asking yourself those questions. Because when you take actions from that energy and from asking yourself those questions, your results are going to come in significantly faster and significantly easier. Because when you're in the energy of there must be something wrong with me, it is so hard to see anything because the judgment is so thick that you can't cut through it. You can't have the awareness. You can't have the shifts that you want because you're so all up in your head judging yourself for everything you've done, said, ate, thanks, guy you've slept with, money you've spent. It's all just like shame and guilt, shame and guilt, shame and guilt. And it will keep you exactly where you are. So what I'm offering, what I'm suggesting to you is to change that story in your head from there must be something wrong with me to, is this going to help me? Does this sound like fun? Will this help me create the life that I really want? And I know that that might be a really hard shift for you to do, but I want to give you another little example because I know sometimes these little stories really help solidify these messages. So I got a new puzzle. I'm, uh, I love puzzles, if you didn't know that about me. And it's a little minifig, a little Lego minifig. And it's so cute. It's a thousand pieces, lots of white and really bright color pops, which is my favorite. And I'm down there working on this puzzle and I started getting all up in my head. And I had the pieces out and I had the little poster that comes in the box with the image on it. And I was going like from poster to pieces, poster to pieces, poster to pieces. And I was like frantically looking for all these fucking puzzle pieces. And I, in that moment, I was like, whoa, Renee, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You, you, you're doing this puzzle for fun. And all of a sudden, I had turned it in to like, the battle to save my life is what it felt like. Like it, the the stakes were high. The intensity was high. My body was tense. I was looking for all the puzzle pieces so fast. And it was miserable. Not only that, I started getting really frustrated because I couldn't find any pieces. So what did I do? I noticed what was happening. 
I set down the poster and I moved to the other side of the table. And almost immediately, by just changing angles, letting go of the pressure, I started finding a lot of puzzle pieces. Same project, same puzzle, different perspective, different energy fueling the actions. I want you to do all of the things. I want you to feel amazing in your body. I want you to invest in yourself, take care of yourself. And ultimately, I want you to continually blow your own damn mind with what you can create and with what is possible for you. I want that more than anything. It is literally my career. It is my mission in life to help you see through your own bullshit and get what you really want. And I believe this is a crucial step in the process is taking off some of the pressure to drop the story of something must be wrong with me and to start believing you are already enough. What's going to make it more fun? What's going to make it more enjoyable? Not looking for someone to save you. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot, upload it to your Instagram, send me a message, tell me you loved this. Tell me you, don't tell me you didn't love it, but (laughs) hopefully you loved it. But just send me a message. I'd love to connect with you. I've gotten a ton of new friends lately on Instagram and I've just been having some really good conversations. So if you're listening and you feel like I'm not a real person, I'm very much a real person and I would love to chat with you. I'd love to just get a little DM from you. So send me some love. I'll send you some love back and I will talk to you all next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.